All right. What is up? It is episode number 21. Welcome back um, to the You Should Fact Check This Podcast. It's uh, afternoon beer right there. It's what? Afternoon. Afternoon beer. <laughs> afternoon beer. Peter is in an interesting type of mood. Because first off, I got a text message about 10 minutes ago that said, <laughs> tell me something inspirational. <laughs> Um, and you failed for sure. I, that is not a failure. We cannot disclose what was said. However, it was not a failure. It was pretty inspirational or it was pretty a failure. No, it wasn't. That's inspirational dog. Okay. It's time to step up. Cheers. Afternoon beer. <laughs> Afternoon beer. Peter is an alcoholic. Um, and I'm only making it worse. Yeah, basically. So what's up with the goggles? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> I needed some, like, that's how I get energy is I need some like external source to be goofy. So I threw on some goggles and got goofy. So what you're telling me is that you're tired. I can't see haters. With my goggles on. You, you can't hear me asking questions either. Apparently. Ooh. All right. Um, yeah, I'm pretty tired, man. It's been a, yeah. it's been a, it's been a, Inspirational, yeah. absolutely inspirational from Peter Byrne. It's been a, um, yeah, it's been it's been a week, and we're we're getting back into it. We've we've passed twenty, so you know we're rolling, we're burning. I don't know that they're getting better, but we're still doing them. So that's something, right? I talked to our old coach Obi yesterday. Oh, Sounds did like you? He's he's about to start listening to him. So. Oh no. <laughs> Hey, Obi, if you're listening, how you doing? Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, that's it's a it's a weird area when like I just I was at lunch with Charlie, her cousin, her sister and her cousin's boyfriend. And I was like, I have to leave because I have a podcast to do. And I feel like when you say that, everyone's like, oh, oh OK. Because. Really, who's crazy enough to think that anyone gives a fuck about what they have to say? <laughs> right? No one. I don't I don't understand why anyone listens to this. Well, Peter. <laughs> everyone else is in the same boat right now because no one listens. All right. If you guys want some motivational advice here on this podcast, that's what we're listening for. Stop listening to this podcast. No, 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 dude. <laughs> Come on. If you want motivational advice, we'll bring in a motivation segment. <laughs> Here it is. Stop listening to this podcast. Go out, get some sunshine or something. I mean, really just do something rigorous. Yeah, do that. I was listening to, do you know who Ryan Holiday is? No, it seems like Christmas. <laughs> Um, he is, he's a writer and he writes about all the famous Stoics. What the hell is a um, Stoic? I actually don't know the definition of a Stoic. Let me look it up. But essentially like Marcus Aurelius was one of the, uh, a famous Stoic. Um, I don't even, uh, Stoicism. 
It's a philosophy of personal. What? I can't read that. Eudaimonic Found it out. virtue ethics informed by its systems of logic and its views on the natural world. Asserting that practice of virtue is both necessary and something else. Well, so well, one of the things that I've gained from looking at the Stoics is the Stoics aren't reactionary. So they, they're very logical in the way that they think. Mm. They don't like get emotional about decisions. Right. Um, they're very like level-headed, calm people. So me, <laughs> right? You are not Stoic. Yeah, no, I am. I'm a stoic, Peter. I am stoic. You're not stoic, dude. Are you actually saying that you're stoic? No, of course okay. not. Good, okay. Jeez. I will I'm be. I'm stoic. You're not stoic, Peter. I'm not emotional about anything. Okay, let's think about who who's a stoic person that we know. Me. No, okay, whatever. Peter's a stoic. I don't even fucking care anymore. Whatever. Keen Hamilton. <laughs> Keen is pretty stoic. Talked um, to him last night. But he was talking about, um, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and they were talking about, you know, rigorous activities like sports, athletics, and why sports and athletics are so important. Um, and they went into talking about how the, the famous philosophers from history were like Spartans, were like long distance runners were boxers, were people who like did rigorous things. Right. And, and now when you think of a philosopher, what do you think of? Some guy with a long beard and circled glasses sitting in a cave. Really? That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, that that probably takes more discipline than what our current philosophers actually are. But um, like Dumbledore looking. Well, when I think of philosopher nowadays, I think of you know, someone working in an Ivy league school talking okay. to a bunch of, you know, college kids. Right. Right. Um, they're not like the athletes of the world. They're not people who are doing really difficult things. They're just thinking a lot. Right. And getting paid to do it, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when, I mean, really, if you think about it, most most professions are just thinking and getting paid to do it. But um, that's philosophy right there. <laughs> but th- they were talking shit. about how important like physical movement is to understanding like who you are and who what the world is. Um, and so if you need some fucking motivation, if you don't know who you are. Go for a hard fucking run, you know, go bike <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. If you don't have legs, then maybe swim. I don't know. No, I'm just saying if you literally can, like some people can't run hard for longer than five seconds, then that's as, f- that's as long as you can run for do it for five seconds. And then next time go for eight and then go for 10. Like you don't have to set your bar as high as the people that you see. Like, I'm so guilty of this. I watch people like Cameron Haynes and fucking David Goggins. And I'm like, why the fuck can't I run a marathon a day? 
And then I realized that that's idiotic and there's like a fraction, a tiny fraction of the population that can actually achieve that. I mean, you could. I could. In four or five years. Right. Exactly. And that's what I mean. So like those people have been doing this for a long fucking time. One marathon though. I agree. We should probably start with one and I should recover from it. Um, Are you ever going to run a marathon? We just had the Missoula marathon. I actually think that I would like to run a marathon. I did about four miles today. Um, 22 more. And so I'm ready, (laughs) you know, but I just think that there's so much to be found in like a really difficult long run because short runs are short lived. There's not enough time to think about shit. If you run slower, there is. No, Peter. <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, I'll, I'll, I think all of that is, yes. I think all of it is who you are. Like, if, if you've never run a mile in your life, a, a mile run is a long fucking run. But then there are people out there that are running, like, ultra marathons, 240 miles for there's multiple guy, days. There's this guy. So here's my sports segment. Uh, there's this Missoulian. His name is Adam Peterman. And he just won the Western State. Is race. that how you say it? Missoulian? Or is it a Missoulian? It's a Missoulian. That's terrible. Okay. Sorry. Dude, continue. you literally live in Albuquerque. Um, no, I don't live in Albuquerque, dude. I live in Albuquerque. Okay. Well, <laughs> this guy named Adam Peterman, he's from Missoula, right? He just won the Western States race, which is a hundred mile race. Yeah. Um, it was his first ever 100 mile run. Like he won it on his first time. Um, ah, dude, not setting yourself up for long-term success. He's won every single ultra run he's ever entered. What? Uh, he's 26. He went to my high school. Um, and so it's a hundred mile run. Let's say, let's see. Um, he ran the final lap. Uh, so he I mean, ran that- it. He took the win in 15 minutes, 13 seconds. I'm sorry. 15 hours, hours. <laughs> 13 minutes and 47 seconds. He ran a hundred okay. miles in 15 hours. Yeah. What's the, the average next- pace? The next person closest to him finished in 15 18. hours, 47 oh. minutes. He All got 15 what? 30 minutes after him. Oh, my God. And that's that's his first ultra? His first 100-miler. No. First 100-miler. So what is the what is an ultra? Do you know what like where when it gets into ultra? Over 50K. Okay. That so makes sense. Over a marathon. So that would be over 26, right? Well, which is 50K-ish. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. <laughs> right. You know, I get into the U.S. and, the, you know, metric yeah. and all of those. But but I think he ran something like a an average of eight-minute mile for... Mm. Stop that. What? Stop running. <laughs> I mean, that's so fast. For 100 yeah. miles? For 100 miles. Let's see. I'm trying to. 
I, I, I'm interested to see what his upbringing, his past was like, because it's hard for me to believe that I mean, someone could accomplish. Well, yes, but that doesn't mean we had lunch together one time. That's sick, Peter. You're with. I you're... probably won that race for him. Just the mindset. <laughs> I gave him. No, what I'm saying is you probably bullied him, and that's why he won the race. All successful people were bullied. Like I'm, uh, I'm really interested in what struggle no, like, he's gone he through. Just, he just ran. He was just he just ran all the time. He was just running. He just ran all the time. <sighs> If yeah. you can learn how to fucking run like that when you're young, especially as a soccer player. He's not a soccer player. No, I understand. But what I'm saying is if you're a soccer player and you're young, if you can start like getting into running at like 12. Yeah. You're going to be so you're going to be set up. It's soccer is going to be so much easier. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. It's crazy. Peter, like that's West- obvious, but none of us do it, right? It's because running's stupid. Um. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. I wish that I had that. I mean, obviously, he's he's 26, you said? Yeah. So he's probably, he's got I wonder when he started running. Probably sixteen. I don't know. I mean, he was dominant in Montana when he was in high school. Yeah. So he probably started when he was in his early teens, really getting into running. So he's got like a decade plus experience just yeah. doing distance runs. Pro. Yeah, he went to the University of Colorado, ran cross country for them. That's such a different sport i feel like like the for sure i'm looking at pictures dude and he doesn't the mental like the mental abilities and the mental fortitude to being being able to do things like that is just i'm really not sure how he doesn't even look tired i don't believe that that's achievable outside of just doing runs like that he doesn't even look tired I, I've heard you the first time, Petey. <laughs> I don't think. Jeez. I mean, but I so the the Western the thing is the Western states is literally the the biggest ultra race in America. Like it's not like it's just like oh he won that ultra race. Is it really no, the biggest? That's like the Super Bowl of ultra races and in he America, won it? and he just wins it first time out. Is that one of those ones that's in the mountains? Yeah, he runs from. I can't even remember. It's all Western the way across states. California. Basically. So it's like uh, Washington to California. No. If it's just California, then call it California State. Let me let me see what the Western states are. So my my cousin, you talk. My cousin, no, just um, keep talking. Logan, he keep did. Talking. Peter, shut your mouth. God. <laughs> um, he did a walk from like Mexico to Canada. So it takes, oh yeah, the Pacific Coast Trail. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, it's like 2,000 miles. Yeah. I can't imagine walking for that fucking long. 
My uncle did that. He's now a firefighter, like a wildlife firefighter. My uncle did that. Um, hundred point two mile. Ultra everyone, marathon. everyone, I want to let you know that Peter is the best listener you will ever talk with. He's a firefighter now. Cool. Um, such a disrespectful human. California, Sierra Nevada mountains. So it is just in California. I'm I'm really upset that it's called the Western States. Why is that? Because it's in one state. Mm, I could see your frustration there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what? You, dude. Am I annoying you today? Yeah. You're on one today, and your your image looks terrible. Why? I want you to get a desk lamp. Why? So bad. Just to light up your face a little bit, Petey. You've got... You've got <laughs> Does that work? You've got a freaking, what are they called? I don't even know. I'm giving up. I gave up. What? So on the what? health. What's wrong with my face? No, dude. I'm just saying you've got those, what are they called? Bags? The No, the things from the sun. Sunspots? Freckles. 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 You've got what? a bunch of freckles. We can't even fucking see them. Can't Does even look tell. Like a ghost? No, you don't look like a ghost. You look like a, you look dark, dude. Okay. On the Are health you going side, to the alumni game this year? Yes, of course I'm going to the alumni game, Peter. Okay. okay. Of course I'm going to the alumni game, Peter. Okay. This year above all else. Um, what are you going to say? The FDA bans Juul e-cigarettes from being sold in the United States. Finally. That is... Um, I feel like it's something that everyone, <laughs> when when all the kids got addicted to them, they're like, so this is going to happen at some point. You know what I mean? That, that they're just going to get banned. Yeah. But then you also don't really have the trust in the system to actually get rid of them. Right. And they did. Be- because we have cigarettes. But the fact, yeah, the fact that they banned jewels and not cigarettes is shocking. Well, the problem, I think, with banning cigarettes above um, e-cigarettes is that cigarettes have been around for so long. You've got millions and millions of people smoking cigarettes, which is terrible. However, it's like booze. We tried to ban booze in the 1920s. And a lot of the times when you ban these things... They just come back, but in worse forms. So Why it's are they ban jewels? Because they're the alternative is smoking a cigarette. And those are like they're not getting rid of the cigarette. Hmm. And those are also like they have to go through processes to be sold. Processes, whatever, Peter. Um but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're going to fall back. The people that are going hard on jewels are going to fall back on, like, nicotine gum or going back to cigarettes, right? Zin? Yeah, whatever those fucking crazy things are. But when it's, like, for drugs, like, if you, if you're, when you're banning weed, when you're banning, like, all these other drugs, the only way people can get them is through illegal processes. Black market. Yeah. Which is going to make them more dangerous 
you're they're not going to be verified for what's actually in them so you're not going to know exactly what you're smoking or what you're <clears throat> ingesting so um, you're, are you against for banning jewels or are you uh, for banning jewels well i think banning jewels is fine i think jewels are specifically targeted towards the younger demographics which so is alcohol um that all of the ads that you see for alcohol that they're marketing towards 15 year olds, not necessarily to get them to buy it now, but when they're of age, they've already got the brand awareness. They're connected to that brand and that's why they're going to go there. So that's why they target those ads to kids, not necessarily to try and get them to drink it right now, but I'm still connected to Bush light, man. Maybe that's why I've never drank, but I've never had any affiliation with any alcohol. No, nah, neither have I. Um, Except one but, of our sponsors, Sky Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I would honestly, I would love to be sponsored by an alcohol provider when I don't <laughs> drink alcohol. I think that would be hilarious. But I also would have a huge moral weight of doing that because I don't. Like I feel free. I feel like, uh, dude, it's vodka. Of course, it's gluten free. Um, I feel like if you if we're gonna if we're gonna have a sponsor at some point, we're not. W- yes, we will. We're never gonna have a sponsor that we don't use. That is not gonna be something that. I don't know if someone's willing. No, 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 to no Peter, us- shut your mouth. <laughs> Our. <laughs> Our I'll moral standards it. are too high. <laughs> you want me to use it? I'll use it. <laughs> no. I'll um, use it. <laughs> what are your thoughts on banning jewels? Other than finally. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. I never understood the why they were a thing in the first place. Well, Have you ever tried one? Huh? Did you ever try one? No. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, our roommates. I was very against them. And it just seems like it it's worse. Well, it's just like, obviously, like, what are you doing? Like, you're like, you're going to put oil and then vaporize it and then suck it into your mouth. Yeah. Multiple times a minute. Like, really? This is what we're doing right now. Like, (laughs) so I love, dude, I loved when you were out somewhere and you would just see someone going like this. And you're like, do you think we can't understand what you're doing? Just because it's your hand? No one sucks on their thumb like that, dude. (laughs) Or just sitting in class. Yeah. (laughs) Just looking like the the teacher's just like, "Uh, do you need to take a shit? You're just like. (laughs) (laughs) It's a flash drive. It's a flash drive. (laughs) Yeah, I thought they were so stupid. I remember seeing just like those stupid little inserts for them. Everywhere. They were all over our fucking house. Well, dude, those inserts were like <coughs> 50 bucks for a five pack, something like that. Well, yeah. So here's. And each each pack like <clears throat> lasted them like maybe a few days, a day or two. For those of you that are maybe in <coughs> high school or are going to college, <clears throat> here's a great way of coming out positive. Pick Don't. one person that's doing all the cool stuff and do it as well. <laughs> Don't buy alcohol. Don't buy drugs. And you'll save a sh- ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, probably. You'll probably make money. Yeah. 
I mean, fact, the amount- do the buying and have everyone Venmo you. Yes, you could do that too. And then don't consume the product. Because at that point, you're a dealer and it's illegal, but you're the dealer. Um, be what it be, man. <laughs> Just learn, learn about uh, market and demand, supply and demand. There you go. Market and demand. Same We're thing. figuring it out. Yeah. Um, but I thought that that was interesting because it just seems like everything's falling apart. It seems like no one. Sometimes you look at the news and you're like, why is everyone doing the opposite of what everyone thinks we should be doing? Yeah. Right. Like the whole Roe v. Wade getting overturned. Um, it's just because like the people. Just because the social media, like they're going to blast the loud part, but everyone who's not like if you actually sit down and think about it, the people that aren't speaking up about it on social media are in the majority compared to the people that are speaking up. about it. I I honestly I don't think that the majority of people think that you shouldn't have access to a safe abortion. However, I don't think that most people understand what the precedent was for their decision. Right. Like their decision was, and I'm not saying it's right, but their decision and I'm almost positive that it was a black woman and a, uh, no, a black man and a woman who overturned it. Um, but their decision was, was it in our part of our constitution was it a constitutional right, right to be able to have an abortion? Right. And obviously, because there fucking weren't even abortions when our Constitution was written, it's not part of the Constitution. Right. I think that there needs to be new laws written on it. Right. Which is, which, which is what a constitutional amendment is, which is what Roe v. Wade was. Right. But depending on how the whole thing is structured, like when someone brings that um, I don't even know what they call it, but you know, if, if a ju- if a, a lawyer wants to run something up to the Supreme court like that, they can, um, and then you, you have to look at it based on how it's written and right. ask like, is this part of the constitution? Do we actually need to make a change to the constitution and making changes to the constitution? is not something that is taken lightly. Right. I just, and, I don't and it shouldn't be. I don't understand like the such, and maybe it's cause I'm not a woman. At least I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I don't, it's all up in the air at this point. <laughs> I don't understand. Like I really don't, yeah, I mean, I don't understand, like, the huge um, severe responses to it. Well, so... In terms of, like, I know maybe for sure, like, I probably know some people that have had an abortion, right? You you probably know quite a few more people than I that have had an abortion than you would think because... Right. That's not something that people are going to talk about. Right. But what I'm saying is like, in terms of like day to day, like how much does that ruling like really affect you? 
I think that one of the biggest problems is it's, it's not most of the people that we interact with are relatively well-educated. Yes. Relatively well-resourced in terms of how much money they have. Um, Like they're not in the lower divisions, but that's where the problems really occur is when you have less money yeah, and you have less things to do. One of the things that you end up doing more is squishing. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why that is. Honestly, it's, it's, it's a very interesting trend and it's something that, um, is kind of concerning because the wealthier you get, the less kids that you tend to have. Except right. for, so there's a threshold. Um, Except when for you like become super wealthy, right? It's 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 actually it's actually like a U shape uh, graph. A lot of people have a lot of kids that are really not well off, and then once you become like in that range of a hundred thousand to six hundred thousand dollars a year income, you're like ha- they're they're like not having kids, and then on the other side of that, they're having a fuck ton of kids. Right. Um, however, it is it's concerning that you know people are choosing to have their career over kids, which you know isn't a terrible thing, but it also isn't it isn't good for the planet. Um, we have talks about overpop overpopulation, but that's not the real concern. Um, the real concern is depopulation and not having enough kids. Um. That is the true concern because if you get onto that side of things where you're not producing enough kids, then you don't have enough people to keep up with the demand of the people who are getting older. So you'll have a severe problem as the generations start to age and there's less people to produce the products that need to be produced. Hmm. And you know, you can say there's, Everybody there's get a reproduction buddy. <laughs> yeah. Get a get a, a reproduction buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but also like you could say that a lot of that is going to get filled in with technology over time. So when people are like technology AI is going to steal our jobs and it's like, well, maybe this is just coming along at the perfect time. Because people are deciding to have less kids. We're not going to have enough people to work. So now we can use robots to do the work that needs to be done to be able to keep us going until we eventually just fade off into nothing. Like, and that's Devin's deathly speech of the day. <laughs> there it is. There's your motivation. Go have a child. Go out and squish. Go out and squish so humanity doesn't suffer. I do not want a child at any point soon. At any point soon? I thought you wanted kids. I mean, at any I point underst- soon. Give it right, like I understand years. soon. Yeah. Like in your 30s? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. There's no need to have children before 30. I want to be plenty well off to be able to support my kid. <laughs> I don't know if I need to be well off, but I need to have a good trajectory. Yeah, that's fair. As a couple. Yep. Right? 
right? You can be starting a new job, but if you, it has a potential for growth or et cetera, et cetera, then great. But I don't, I mean, I don't understand these people who are, you know, coaching soccer teams like club soccer and then also having a child. And it's like, really? That's your only like, wow. Okay. 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 Oh my God, dude. Coaching, coaching is one of the most, when we have things. a, we have, we have a coaching shortage we have and a it's good. And we have an even further good coaching, good co- coaching shortage. Yeah. And it's really easy to understand why. Cause coaches don't get paid at all. They don't get paid at all. And the job is rigorous. Yeah, job sucks. Like it's you're not moving shit every day. It's not like one of those fucking labor jobs that really sucks. But dealing with kids is difficult. I love coaching because I really enjoy working with kids. But it gets super hard. And then the worst part, the absolute worst part, there's two of them, is dealing with the parents. And then dealing with the politics involved. It is the most absurd thing that I have to deal with politics when I'm coaching 11 year olds how to play soccer. Like, can I just coach them and hope that like try and make them good? And if we lose to the other team, that's great. Maybe we'll win next time. Like we don't have to have these battles against the other clubs. Yeah. It's all about Do you guys have power. that in Missoula? Yeah. I mean, we only have one club in Missoula, so. Well, you only have one? How many how many How many people are in Missoula? 70,000. <sighs> that makes sense. Yeah, we only have like one solid club. So, There's where like do you guys play games? For- do you guys have to play teams from around the state? Yeah. So, you have to play for teams from like bozeman and yeah our shortest drive for away games is like an hour and a half or our shortest drive for games is like an hour and a half oh geez that's so different i mean it's not like i have a 45 minute drive just to our fields in albuquerque but we're playing a bunch of albuquerque teams albuquerque right we have twenty thousand soccer players in new mexico youth soccer players Jeez. You should try and capitalize on those. Oh! oh. <laughs> uh, he knows what I've been working on. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Coaching is brutal. I don't even... How the fuck did we get to coaching? Oh, we were talking about kids. Repopulation. Depopulation. Um, but I, I mean, I coach for... 30, 25 hours, 30 hours a week. And it is, and it's adults and kids and it is yeah. exhausting. Yeah. Because you have to have like interactions with all those people. Oh my gosh. And social interaction is, it can be, it can like get you going or it can just absolutely drain you. And it and gets think, me going for the hour, and then right. afterwards it's just a... And then you're like, oh, no, I have to do a spreadsheet. I'm going to bed. Yeah, yeah, it's a disaster. So I'm going on vacation this weekend. I'm going to lay by a pool and... You're going on vacation this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to Sacramento. <laughs> All right, sounds nice. 
What? Why do you give me that face? I'm going on vacation this weekend as well. Yeah, where are you going? We are taking Brendan to college. Doesn't sound as fun as California. Uh, I'm going to Dallas, Texas, my dude. Yeah, it doesn't sound as fun as California. Oh, it's better. I'm going to a Six Flags water park, bro. That's pretty sick, dude. Yeah. That's pretty upsetting <laughs> that I'm not doing that. <laughs> I Hopefully am playing. It's... You're playing? Yeah, I'm just going to be playing. Playing all weekend. Oh, playing like in the pool and just such. Playing. Just playing. Yeah, Peter, how much time do you set aside for Peter? Well, I work out for like two hours a day, so that's Peter time. Do you really work out for two hours a day? How hour, do, hour and a half, two hours. Depending on the day. What? So, I've been harassing Peter because Peter's on this Instagram grind, and he is doing—he's doing fantastic. He's extremely consistent, which is the hardest part. Literally, the hardest part. However, no. People, however, I'm doing people great. want to have you. Tell them the information. They don't want to read it, especially on Instagram. Like, I I think your posts are fantastic. I don't want to read them. That's really rude. I know. But I'm trying to be as straight up with you as I can be. That's rude. The the stuff that you're you're teaching is stuff that people need to know. When they're learning how to lift, I mean, most people just need to know it because they should be lifting generally, right? Right. We, we can all agree that the whole population should be working out. Um, and we should know what, why we're working out and what we're working out. Gyms and, should be the busiest business, most successful businesses in America. And some of them are. Um, however, people don't like... When it's, uh, when it's information that you're really excited about learning, you're going to read it. You're going to seek it out. You're going to read it. You're going to digest it, right? So you should have a reading element for the people that really want to digest it. But for the average person who's going to come across your Instagram on Instagram, they, they need to be sucked in with something that's stupid digestible, Right. And that's Peter's sweet, sweet face speaking words. Speaking words. Because I, like, the consistency is there. You have the consistency. Now you just have to get the right information out in the right way. Right. And I think you're getting the right information out. So you've got, like, three of, two of the three ticks for making a successful Instagram. But people need to see your face and watch you speak because it's it's the easiest way to get drawn into the information. Yeah. I've been doing voiceovers. Yeah, the voice the voiceovers that's a step up for sure. Because when you have like if someone's scrolling on reels, they're going to have their sound on most likely. Um but when it's your face right in front of the, and it doesn't even have to be the whole time. I don't even have like a ring thing. I got to get like a ring light. You don't need a ring face, thing. Make my face look pretty. No, you don't, Peter. Do you have? Do you guys have a, a garage door? Yes. In the gym. Yes. Just film with the camera 
and the garage door behind the camera. So your face is facing the, the garage door and you're going to get great light on your face. You don't need a ring. Okay. You don't have to worry about that. I just got to figure out what to say. You're already saying it. You're just know, writing it. But I'm typing it. It's easier to type it rather than say it. It's honestly, Peter, when we talk about those things on here, you know exactly what to say and you know how to say it. Well, yeah. But when you say like action, it's like, ah. no, I mean, you have to have a little bit. You you're writing out or at least to some extent coming up with a plan for what you're going to post each week. Right. Um, so there that's where you need to be. Right. Mm-hmm. You just and and. The easiest thing right now is you can go and redo all of the content that you've done. You can leave it there. You can go over and look at all of the ones that you've made that are just written and just say them and give examples. Like your, your talking portion where it's actually your face could be the first five or 10 seconds of the video. And then you could jump into showing the actual movements because people want... Like, however much we want to be staring at our phone, looking at our phone, we also want to see a person's face. Seems like, like we're a not, lot of work. Well, I, I don't know what you want, Peter. <laughs> Do you want to grow the Instagram or not? I mean, <laughs> it is work. I agree. It's not It's not something that's easy. That's why people give up on it. Yeah. And that's why I gave up on it because it's fucking hard. It is hard work. And I didn't even know, like I had, I didn't know what information I wanted to share. Right. You know what you want to share and you've got great information and you know a lot about it. Like you should be sharing it for sure consistently, but you've got to be doing it in a way where people actually want to consume the, the information. Right. I'll try it out. Yes. And don't do it just once. We'll see. No, that's not fair. Because you've given all this other shit multiple weeks, months to to try out. Yeah. Now you got to give your face, you know, <laughs> some time to try out. Got to give my face some screen time, baby. Uh-uh. And bring in some goddamn humor, Peter. You're a funny kid. You shouldn't, like, it, it doesn't have to be robotic. Just have fun. I'm funny all the time. And you're good in front of the camera, so I don't know what you're worried about. The only reason this podcast even has listeners is to listen to me. Oh, shut your whore mouth. I'm serious. No, dude. Yeah, my dad That's was saying the other so day, like, mean. Devin's voice is really nice on his microphone, but, like, you really That's bring the personality so to the mean, podcast. mean, dude. I didn't say it. Every that's single person so, that's reached out about the podcast is like, dude, yo, me, Devin's a great host, but you are hilarious and you oh, are so good. Oh, me, me and your dad have some quarrels at this point, man. Well, it's just tough to hear. I get it. But honestly, you know, I have quarrels with everyone that listens at this point. Apparently I'm trying to make you better, man. You got to love it. You, you know, gotta just what do I need to do, Peter? Talk a lo- like prompt my jokes even more. Right. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm the only thing driving this thing, right? So we really got to gotta latch on to what we have, right? The successful so, so, stuff so, we have. So what I'm saying is, Devin, you need to shut the fuck up. No, get no, no, the no. Hell you, need to, you need to keep talking in that smooth voice, but like really just throw up softballs that I can just 
hit with jokes. Well, the problem is I throw softballs all the time and you just go, eh. It's not true. And it, oh my God, it's true. Prove it. That's well, what I thought. You literally can't prove it. So, like, Dude, <laughs> you literally reacted before I even said anything. <laughs> Should have had some. When uh, we grow a following, we're going to have some people that are loyal enough to go back, listen to this part, and then they're going to go look at all the points where I gave you some fucking softballs and Peter went, eh. That's what's going to happen. If that ever happens, I will be indebted $100,000 to you. I will pay you $100,000 if Peter, that ever happens. <laughs> Where do you think that $100,000 is going to come from? I mean, if we're that successful, apparently this podcast. This podcast. And you know who did all the work for it? Daddy. Right here. Me. <laughs> Me. I've posted every episode. I've cut down the fucking shit. I've shared it. Peter hasn't shared a single episode. Why don't you put your face podcast? on it? Why don't you put your face on it and then we'll share it? What? Yeah. Yeah, Devin. Put my yeah. dude, our both of our faces are on it. Get in front of the camera, bro. Mm. I'm drop. in front of the camera right now. You want to go look at my YouTube channel, Peter? I've done multiple videos. I actually have it pulled up right now. Oh, you. I'm looking at our YouTube channel with the with the shows, with the podcast. I've put myself out there in front of the camera for all to see. And Damn, mock. we've been going at this for four months. We've been going out for four months and we've got two subscribers. That's so sad. It's it's not sad, honestly. I There's going to be an inflection point at some point. And it's hard because we're not giving out anything that's digestible. Yeah, we don't give any information. We don't do anything. Well, the, the main thing that we need to be doing is clips. Well, why don't you do that? Oh, for fuck's sake, Peter. <laughs> God damn it, Peter, you fucking immigrant. I, I need like, you. I feel like you need to put a little more effort into this. So, Peter, what I need from you is one. Keep. I showing need the up. audio, and I'll I need it you. on time. I've given you. I've given you my audio on time every single time. What? Except a three-week span. You've done good. Other than that. Yeah, that's yes. what I thought. Don't give me Stop that. Stop flexing for the camera. I'm stretching. You're conceited. Literally stretching. Um, and I need you every time we post a podcast, every time I get it up there, I want you to go listen. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. Scrub through, find two sections that you like, and we can post a longer format clip on our YouTube channel that can be like five to eight minutes. And then we can also post a one minute clip that goes on our Instagram uh. So that people can consume it easier, right? We're all we're talking about the consumables. We got to make sure that people can actually consume this easily, because people don't want to invest an hour into a podcast if they don't think that it's going to be worth it. It might not be. It's probably not. If you're listening, let right me now, tell you. Let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now. Most of the time, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but we want money. I'm just kidding. Really, I mean, mainly at this point, it's just been fun to talk once a week. That makes one of us, man. That's awesome. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? Clip it. Clip that one. Clip the that amount one. of, look, look at my funny. podcast set. Yeah. The setup behind you is 
Not as good as mine, but it's it's good. It's good. Dude, I want to I want to run into a wall. Well, you got one aggressively. You got four surrounding you. Pick one. <sighs> I just don't know, Peter. I don't know that with your attitude if we're ever going to actually make it. Yeah, that's fair. You really want to live with the regret of not being a not not really putting in the work for a couple of months to a couple of years so that we can I mean, get this I thing going. I feel like you're the main like producer and you're the main host. So I feel like you got to Which keep I've us- said so many times. Yeah, yes. but it's my idea. You got to like keep Fine. us on Fuck track it. a little bit better. Why do you think that I say these things to you every week? What things? That hey, we need to be sharing our posts. No, 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 not that stuff. Like the actual in the podcast commentary. Got to keep us on track a little better. That's fair. I know. That's why I said I'm it. still learning how to do this, Peter. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to move on. Um,. I mean, do you, do you want to just move on from that? We'll just <laughs> go on to something different. We'll just go on to something different. Um, s- shut up. Um, <laughs> the Supreme Court the strikes Supreme down. The Supreme Court strikes down. Shut your eye. Ha! All right. Continue. Okay. Good, Peter? I'm good. All right. I love that you just, like, carry around a letter opener all the time. It's my... It's my handling. It's my playpen. My, yeah. I'm a fidgeter. Um, I'm a fidgeter. Okay. This is the Supreme Court struck, struck down a New York, the New York gun law to make it easier for Americans to get handguns. New York was one of the hardest places in the country to get a handgun permit, a concealed carry permit. And now it's made easier. Respect. I think that I do think that that's a good thing. However, I did watch it was there was a lot of satire involved in this video that I watched, however, but I don't even know what I'm saying. However, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but they were talking about the whole thought process around m- there should be more guns. More people should be able to protect it to be able to take down a bad guy with a gun. You need a good guy with a gun. Right? Yeah. That is something that you'll hear. And it's something that I find myself agreeing with. However, I think that it is a very difficult thing to actually execute. Because it's not as simple as being like, you're a good guy. Here's a gun. Because just because you give that guy a gun doesn't mean he's, he's going to know how to use it. And for sure doesn't mean he's going to know how to use it in a situation where he needs to use it right under stress, under duress, like you're, those are situations where everything goes wrong. Right. And being able to understand what the assignment is at that point and execute it is a totally different thing than being like, you're a good guy. Here's a gun. I agree. I think that 
and this is this goes back to what we were talking about when the Uvalde shooting happened is there needs to be more training that is easier to access. Okay. Um, And I think that it would be, so my thoughts initially when the Uvalde shooting happened was like, Hey, we should have lots of people who are well-trained with guns, with guns. Okay. Um, but I, I do understand the difficult side that that presents of actually training those people in situations that may arise to be able to protect the people, right? Right. Um, because, like, if for instance, if we're talking about a school shooting, obviously a very difficult subject, but if we're talking about a school shooting and you've got a good guy with a gun who enters a school and is fucking on edge because he's like looking for a fucking guy with a gun. And then a kid sprints around the hall. Well, we're not going to be using automatic rifles. Right. 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 But, um, you get the gist. Yeah. Like it's, if you're on edge and you really are not good at this and you've never, you haven't been put in these situations, it would be stupid easy to get caught off guard by a kid running around the, the hall corner and just put a bullet in him. I play Call of Duty, and I've definitely killed some people with friendly fire. Yeah, it's it, that is like a super difficult fucking thing to be able to execute and execute calmly. Yeah. So, essentially what I'm trying to say is I have no idea what the fucking solution to this shit is. Make schools safer. Uh, one of the things that I did see that could make an impact is um, this billionaire. So obviously he knows what's going on, um, especially at the level of people who don't have a billion dollars. Um, he shared like what he reads every week. One of the things that he read was suicide prevention could prevent mass shootings. Because, and it goes into a lot of the research and the, you know, numbers behind this. But most of these people who are going in and doing... To murder-suicide. Mass shootings are, they're assuring suicide. You know, some of these people may have even tried to kill themselves prior and failed. And now they're trying to do death by essentially firing squad. Or police officers, right? right? So it's an interesting idea that if you prevent these suicidal ideations and, you know, this under, misunderstanding of what struggle is, um, misunderstanding of, like, suicide in general, um, that you could prevent a lot of these mass shootings, Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Peter. I guess I agree. But, like, I think we've had this conversation, man. I just don't understand where that even starts. Like, it's the same thing with, like, the psychology thing. And, like, I just don't. 
I just don't understand where it's going to start with. I mean, there's tons of kids that commit suicide that you have no idea were even thinking about it. And then you obviously think, or and then there's kids that are committing suicide that's like, in hindsight, yeah, those were some signs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we yeah. already have these in places of like, oh, this kid's obsessed with guns. Oh, he's like, da 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 da. Oh, he's depressed. Well, he's bullied. That, he's obsessed with that guns. Comes into and then he comes in and kills everyone. It's like, well, what? What are we like? Well, that's where like red flag laws should come into place and should be utilized more. I mean, like I if think we've got a kid who has a track record of having problems, right? He, as a minor, is dealing with guns. Is like these should be red flags. Yeah. And they should be taken into account. And then if you go to try and buy a gun, you should not be allowed to buy a gun. Right. I mean, I think, unfortunately, shootings, mass shootings, school shootings, et cetera, et cetera, are very, uh, I don't think they're preventable. I don't think they're preventable events. Okay. It's not, I don't think that they're preventable. It's not like hijacking total. a plane where you can like make sure everyone is like, da, 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 right. It's not a preventable event. I think they're a reactionary event where it's happening. Okay, how are we going to re- uh, react to it? I agree. I think that both they're not 100% preventable and they are reactionary events. However, I do think that we should be able to decrease the amount of them. Maybe. I don't know how, but maybe. I think that, yeah. I don't know how either. Awesome. But what we're doing right now, Peter, is we're starting the conversation, dude. Big you time. Know? That's all we're doing. Starting all the we're, conversations. We're pushing people to fucking get it done. Get it done. Because we need someone to. Get it done. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I don't know that it's... And it, it's we've shown that it's not it's not something that's it beholden to the U.S., Right. Like the U.S. is not the only only people that are having problems with guns um, and mass shootings. It, it's it's happening all over the world and even worse in a lot of countries around the world. So it's it's something I think we should strive to get better at. But I don't know. Awesome. It's just it's a it's a shitty place to have to worry about a kid when you send him off to school. Yeah, <clears throat> that's fair. Yeah. All right. Next up on the docket. <clears throat> What's next up on the docket? Russia and China are brewing up a challenge to dollar dominance by creating a new reserve currency. So if you don't know, currently around the world, the U.S. dollar is the reserve currency of the world. So if you want to protect your country from, you know, different sorts of things and you want to be able to deal with all countries in terms of goods, U.S. dollar is the way to do it. And each country holds a certain amount of U.S. dollars in their, you know, national bank um, so that they can deal with other countries. Um, And 
usually, I don't think that it's ever been the case that it's not. And I don't really know how many reserve currencies there have been since the US dollar took over. But if you are the reserve currency of the world, it gives you extreme power in leverage. So one of the reasons that we have $30 trillion of debt is because we are the reserve currency of the world. We can, you know, questionably afford to do that. Right. Um, and that gives you the ability to spend incredible amounts of money on, you know, defense on, um, your country, trying to make your country better education, all of these things, which we're not great at. Um, but it's, it's essentially, it should be like a lock-in for being the greatest country on the planet. If your reserve currency is the reserve currency of the world or your currency is the reserve currency of the world. So having China, Russia, I mean, honestly, who gives a fuck about Russia? Their, their economy is literally the size of a, a few of our States. That's how big their economy is. It's, you, you take Texas and their economy is larger than Russia's economy. Um, but China is the largest economy in the world outside of maybe India. But having China be part of the reserve currency of the world is a terrifying prospect. Because at that point, they have countless dollars or when or whatever their currency is to spend on defense, creating new weapons, um, you know, essentially just world dominance. So that is a, it's a troubling, troubling idea. Yeah. And I don't think people, I think we've gotten into this place where we, everyone thinks that the U S is wrong for, some of our defensive strategies towards other countries, um, specifically like China. Um, and I, I, I can see why there are some like we, <laughs> if there are Chinese people in the United States, we shouldn't be bad to them just because they're Chinese. Right. Um, we don't need xenophobia, which is, I think, I think is what it is, but, we also should understand that a dictator is running that country. And if you allow a dictator to run the, the most powerful country in the world, things get a little bit difficult. Yeah. Did I get that right? Did I get xenophobia right? You did. Hell yeah, dog. Prejudice against um, other peoples in other countries. Yeah. So... I think that we should take the matter of China trying to take over a little bit more serious than we do. Yeah. I just don't. Do we even have a president right now, though? So the thing is, I don't think we need a president. (laughs) Why is that? Because there are so many people in the background, right? This is. At this point, the Biden administration is running the pres- is running the country, not Biden. Yeah, I know, but like, which is terrifying because we should have a strong, we should have confident, a leader. Yes, well articulated leader that tells us what's going on. 
that tells us what's going on and is making the decisions. Right. For all we and, know, we might be super against what China's doing and we have no clue that that's happening. Right. Well, and the decisions that we're making are f- absurd. Like right now in the, the, I mean, the, the war is still going on. This should not still be happening. We should not. Russia and Ukraine should not still fucking be at war. Why not? Because we should have come to an amenable fucking conclusion with this. Why? Because this is not something this. <clears throat> however much Putin wants to say that it was, I mean, he, he said multiple things about it, but take people also speculate that it's him trying to take back like mother Russia. Right. I don't believe that that's part of it. He's, he's scared for what Russia is. And he's scared for the West's intrusion of his area. So we got into this area where NATO was trying to, like, NATO was pushing buttons of Russia. No one was ever actually going to let Ukraine into NATO, but it was on the table. There was no reason it should have fucking been on the table because it was never actually going to happen. Right. If we would have two years ago been like, no, Ukraine cannot join NATO. None of this would have happened, I don't think. And the Biden administration has made it abundantly clear that their goal for this is to weaken Russia, which who gives a fuck about Russia? Russia's economy is inconsequential. Like the only thing that Russia, like right now, Russian oil is the biggest problem. Other countries' dependency on Russian oil is a problem. Germany making the fucking stupid-ass decision to turn off their nuclear power plants and then just import oil from a country who does it worse is absurd. That's not a green plan. That's a worse plan. Now you're (laughs) beholden on a dictator, too. Like, whoever thought that that was a good idea is, like, should literally be gone immediately. They should be ostracized to fucking... Russia. Russia, yeah. <laughs> like the cold-ass parts of Russia. Like those those stupid decisions make this way worse than it needs to be. If <clears throat> this whole goddamn thing with Germany is hilarious, but Germany is going to have these blackouts this winter because they don't have enough energy. They're not producing enough energy. And now they have to import all of their energy from Russia, including coal. They now have to go back to burning coal and that coal is coming from Russia, which is fucking hilarious because they had some of the cleanest goddamn energy that you can do. Like some say the cleanest energy that you can do running and they shut it all down because people don't understand what a nuclear power plant is. It's so much easier to educate your your people on what a nuclear power plant is rather than shut it off and be reliant on someone who is out of control, unpredictable and dying. Like these, whoever made those decisions and it's hilarious because I'm not for Trump, but there's a video of Trump talking to them, talking to German, uh, whatever the people that fucking run Germany saying, and he grabbed a white flag and he started waving it up in the air. He said, this is going to be you guys 
when you're reliant on Russia. When all of this was taught, when they were talking about this, when they were talking about the fucking pipeline and all this bullshit. And then they still went forward with it. Why don't we have nuclear energy? Because there is not enough education around what it is. It is one of the safest, if not the safest, green energies because of our advancement in technology, right? We've had terrible, terrible problems with it, like um, Three Mile Island and uh, I think it's Fukushima. Is that what it is? I don't really remember. But we've had disasters with uh, nuclear power plants because you have to have backups. You have to make sure that it shuts down properly or else you're dealing with a bunch of nuclear waste, which is dangerous, right? But with the technology that we have now, we can build these nuclear power plants that will literally run the country in a really efficient and green manner. However, in the U.S., we got so scared of it that if you wanted to build a nuclear power plant, starting today, you wouldn't get that done until 2042. Why? Because you have to go through all of these permitting processes. They've literally made it unattainable. They've made it impossible to do. Why? Because they're because everyone got scared. After and when your people get scared, you make decisions rather than educating. Do we have any nuclear power plants in the United States? I believe we do. I think we have one outside of Phoenix. But I'm not entirely sure. Um, but it's it's a you shouldn't each country should be energy independent. This is not something that is, you know, it's not xenophobic. You're not like having prejudice against other people from other countries. It's purely, you know, if things go wrong in other countries, whether you're a part of it or not, you want to make sure that your country is going to be good. As a leader of a country, your goal and your duty is to protect the people of your country. You have to have energy independence. Okay. Across the United States, there are 93 nuclear reactor powers, power tens of millions of homes and anchor local communities. So let's see. I wonder if Montana has any. Doubt it. We are awesome, but I don't know if we're that awesome. Montana has... Oh, you are 53% coal. Yup. 34% hydrogen or hydro. 2% natural gas and 8% wind. So you do not. We're not very green. You do not have nuclear fuel, really. Um, very little. Very, very little. Um, however, hydro is good. Hydro is very green. Yeah, it's because we have a few dams. Yeah. Let's see. New Mexico. We also do a shit ton of coal. Wow. Na wow. New Mexico is 34% natural gas, 41% coal, 
20% wind and 4% solar. That's cool. Yeah. I don't... I, I, I think that <laughs> the... Shut up, Peter. Yeah. I think that... I, I I hope that the time of politicians being politicians has come to an end. I want to have actual people who have done actual things be be leading our country. Yeah, good luck. I want that. people who who have created and started and ran businesses running our country. Good luck with running that. our states, running our senates. I think that it wouldn't be too difficult. You just have to change the incentives. Someone smarter than me. There are plenty of people smarter than me can figure out how to change the incentives. So that we get smarter, more educated. But then the current politicians wouldn't be in and they have all the power to change those incentives. I agree. However, <laughs> it's like public. Peter, don't laugh at me, dude. It's like public private school. Private school is going to have better teachers if it's incentivized, right? Whereas public school, that's where all the shit is because that's government funded. So what we need, and I think it's starting to happen, is more money towards centrist politicians. Um, And Elon has stated that he is going to commit. I think he said something like 20 to $25 million um, to funding people that are more centrist on both sides, Democratic and uh, Republican to run states and countries. Um, because right now all of the money is going towards the crazier and crazier people. Like on, on the, on the left, you, you have to one up the person that was before you mm-hmm. in your leftist ideology. So you have to fucking, we're just inching closer and closer towards communism and fucking socialism. Right. Which is. I don't, people don't understand that it's not, it's a great, um, great on paper. Yeah. It doesn't work. I mean, it looks, it looks fantastic, but I want people to like think and look around and think about what our government has done and then be like, are they really the people that should be executing this? Probably not. Yeah. Right, like if your if your government is actually trying to censor people and shut people up, rather than just educating what they actually believe is true, I wouldn't want to be worried. I wouldn't want to have them be running our uh, the socialism, because then you're going to get a lot of people that get shut up, and then that line is just going to creep and creep closer and closer until you're the one that's getting cut. Yeah. So let's just, you know, think about it a little bit. All right. Well, to to end this one off, here's a little bit of a fun, interesting, thought-provoking, you know, just historic, fun thing. Um, They found early human fossils in a cave that are dated back a million years older than expected. So these 
researchers have found the skulls of some south in a South African cave that are dated back to 3.4 to 3.6 million years old, making them a million years older than previously suspected. Whoa. I mean, that's, that is a substantial amount of time. It's a million years. Like if you think it's unfathomable, if you think that, if you think that we have been on the planet in the human state, right. For 2 million years, 2.3, 2.4 million years. And then we find something that says that, no, it's, it's, 50% more. We've been on the planet 50% longer than that. So 3 million years. That is substantial. It's very, very interesting. Um, you know, so that's just a fun, fun little thought-provoking antidote to leave us with. Beautiful. Yeah? Nice. All right. Well... That was episode number 21 of the You Should Fact Check This podcast. Um, We will see you in the next episode. Doses. Goodbye.